Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. We're going to get right into it. We're going to cover six different strategies. I'm going to go really in depth for you on how to get better at closing. I know that was my biggest fears when I started this industry. I was freaked out about having to close prospects. I don't want to close people, especially people that I know. It's so scary. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to say it. I didn't know how to communicate it. So I'm going to teach you these six specific strategies on how you can better close. So first things first, strategy number one, you've got to understand the bell curve. What's the bell curve? Well, you talk to a prospect, you talk to somebody, they get a little bit excited on a scale one to 10, you're guessing, maybe they tell you, but you're guessing on a scale one to 10, they're at a seven, maybe they're at an eight. So you're all excited. I'm going to close this person. This person's in the deal. They're going to do the business. And then guess what happens? The next time you talk to them, you assume, you make this assumption that on a scale one to 10, they're still at that number. You assume that they're still at a seven or an eight or a nine. And you think, well, because last time I talked to them, they were very interested. They're closable. They're excited. So let's get started. Let's get them going in the business. Well, guess what? They could be, but you don't know. As Jim Rome says, the birds could have gotten to them. Their friends and family could have ripped them to shreds and said, I can't believe you're doing that network marketing thing. I can't believe it. They could have ripped on that thing. I tried one of those things. It failed for me. It's never going to work for you. So if they were at a seven, they could now be at a four. But you don't know that. You don't know what's happened. You don't know what's gone on. So you need to make sure that what you're always doing is, is you're building back their belief. Always build back their belief. Never assume and say, when you call somebody and you're following up, because this is part of the close, the follow up and say, so what do you think? So what are your thoughts? Are you excited to get started doing this? Don't ever, ever assume because you never know where they're currently at. So tip number one, remember and understand the bell curve. You can just put bell curve in. Okay, we're going to get into tip number two. So tip number two, what you want to make sure is that you're always getting multiple validations. That's so important when you're going in for the close because you may be their best friend and they hear it from you and they think, oh yeah, that could be true. But when they start hearing it from somebody else, it's the importance of three-way calls or third-party validations. There's a lot of different ways. You can do Facebook Messenger where you've got somebody else, right? And do voice messages where they're leaving their information or they're leaving what they're excited about. Third-party validation. You've got to have multiple validations most of the time. That is going to help you out tremendously. So don't make it just about you. I remember I went out and I crushed this business. I did 45000 in sales part-time, my first three weeks in network marketing. And then after that, I thought I was the expert. So what did I start doing? I started trying to do everything on my own. And I found that my closing ratio went way down. I found that I was having much, much less success. And I didn't, I couldn't figure out what the problem was. The problem is, is either they're thinking you're too good and I can't do what you're doing or they're thinking you're not good enough and I would never follow you and I don't want to do this business with you. 
Most of the time they're thinking one or the other. They're trying to figure out a way to justify why it won't work for them. So number two, you need to make sure that you're having multiple validations. One thing I want to tell you before I go into tip number three, we're never hard closing people. That's what I'm going to teach you as we go through this process. You're never hard closing people. You're trying to help people make educated decisions. You're becoming better at communicating that to them. You're becoming better at helping them to overcome their fears. And I'm going to go into a couple of those tips that will help you. So tip number three, and I, I had a bunch that were written down, but I tried to sum these up into six. Tip number three, and I go through and I, I'm peeking right here. I've got my notes. I've got three, four, five, and six. And three, four, five start out with ask. So tip number three is ask on a scale one to 10 what their interest level is. Too many times we get insecure and we want to guess. Questions are the answers. Questions are the answers. So I just ask them on a scale one to 10, 10 being most interested, one being not interested at all. Where are you at? Just ask them that simple question because now you have an idea of who you're working with. You have an idea of somebody who is maybe really interested or somebody who is a one and you could be wasting your time. So you need to make sure you're always asking questions. Tip number four, the next question. I love asking this question. What excites you most about this business? Now again, there's different closures for customers. You can utilize some of these same principles. We can do another training on that another time. But I always ask them and I ask this question and I say, what excites you most? Why? You want to figure out their hot buttons. What are their dreams? Why do they want to do this? Because they want to make a little bit of residual income. Well, ask deeper. How come you want to make that? Like, is that for a vacation? Is it a car payment? It could be, I want to take my kids to Disneyland. I want to go travel the world with my friends. I want to get a brand new car. Whatever it is, people, when they join this from a distributor perspective, right? Of course, we want to make sure they love the product and the service because that's the only way we have a real viable business. But they're buying a dream. If you don't know what the dream is, it's much, much harder to be able to hit on those hot buttons and to communicate what we have, which can help them to achieve their dream. So think about that. What excites you most about this? And don't just stop there. Like Go a little bit deeper as you're asking questions. Questions are the answers. So tip number five, questions are the answers. So the next one is an ask again. Remember three, four, and five are ask, ask, ask. They're different kind of asks. Tip number five, what you want to do is, is you want to ask them what would be your biggest hangup? What would be your biggest fear or concern? And, and I stop right there and I say, look, hey, I had plenty when I started this. So they know that it's normal. That they know that, you know, having a hang up or whatever it is, it's normal. I don't want to guess. You may be trying to solve a problem. You don't even know what the problem is. Think about that. You may be trying to solve a problem and you don't even know what the problem is. It could be they don't have the money and you're trying to solve the problem on how network marketing is great and that's not their problem. It could be that they have a hang up on network marketing and they have this perception that it's a pyramid scheme and you're trying to solve the problem that it's money. You don't even know what the problem is unless you ask. Stop guessing. Questions are the answers. Stop guessing. Ask more questions. There's a reason why they say we have two ears and one mouth. Two ears, one mouth, okay? 
It's because we're supposed to listen more. Questions are the answers. They can help you get to where you want to get so that you can help educate and communicate better. Okay, so make sure that you're asking the right questions. Then you need to show empathy, right? Sympathy means you've been through it. Empathy means you can understand. So even if you haven't been through it, you can always empathize. Oh, I'm just, I just worried what my friends and family are going to think. I completely understand. I totally, I know what you're meaning. I can see what you're saying. Empathize with them. Be relatable with them. Remember, this is a relationship business. This is not where we're trying to close people, hard close them. If you convince them to get into the business, you're going to have to convince them to stay into the business, stay in the business. And if you have to convince them to stay in the business, eventually they will quit the business. Time is the most valuable thing we have in this life. And what you're doing is you are wasting their time. You are wasting your time. Your goal is to never hard close people. Your goal is to become a better communicator, educator, and help them out. So that's one thing that I would say that's tip number five. Make sure that you're asking the right questions, you're empathizing, and we'll go in a little bit more on that as we talk about relating. We'll talk about you know empowering what I would say is, I empower them. This business is empower self because they wanna know that you're committed. That's true passion, that's leadership. You may not be that good, so what? You may not have had a lot of success, so what? Sell your commitment. You may not have made a lot of money, so what? Sell your commitment of I'm going to do whatever it takes to achieve my goals. Sell your commitment. People follow commitment. It has to be real. But empower self, that's part of the commitment, and then empower others, right? Where you're empowering them of, look, we're going to do this together. I can show you a lot of the mistakes I made and some of the successes that I've had, and I'm going to help you. And We have a whole team. We have a whole company. You've got to empower them to overcome their fears. Because people don't join 95% of the time, I believe, because of some sort of fear that they have. And so you are helping them to overcome their fears. In the beginning, I know it's a little difficult. You're learning how to do that. That's okay. It's a process. But don't get overwhelmed. You can just pick one of these things you become a little bit better at. You can come back to this. I want to make sure that I'm keeping it very clear and concise. What works is what duplicates. We got to keep it simple. Tip number six. This is really important. Give them a plan to make their money back. That's one of the number one fears that people have. When they start this business, if they feel like they can at least make their money back, they aren't a failure. They don't, they don't feel like a failure because at least they made their money back. But if they get in this business and they haven't made their money back, then they have to create some excuse of, well, that didn't work for me, and they lied to me, or the products weren't for me, or I didn't have enough time. But if they feel like they can at least make their money back and they can see that path, well, worst case scenario, I made my money back. So you need to give them a clear plan to make their money back. And they need to feel like you are locking arms with them, that you are helping them to make that money back. Because too many times we feel like we are a supportive leader, we are a supportive upline, so you know what we say? Hey, I'm here for you, I'm gonna help you, call me if you need anything. That is like, and this is what I said in, I wrote an ebook, it's free, I'm not pitching anything, it's a free ebook. And I wrote in this free ebook that that's like getting in the plane and basically saying, here, here's the manual, go fly the plane, call me if you need anything. 
you got to be co-pilot with them when they start. They're scared out of their minds. They want you to lock arms and help them specifically and go through those. If it's those first few phone calls, if you're with them, or if it's on a Zoom, or if you're teaching them exactly what to text, or whatever your strategies are, if it's meeting in person, whatever your strategies are, whether it's online, offline, each team, each company is a little bit different. But you got to lock arms with them. They're scared out of their minds. And those first couple people, they're on their deathbeds when they're starting this business. Think of it as they're on their deathbeds and they don't have that much oxygen. And the first thing that goes wrong, they're done. They're dead. They quit the business. That's what I'm talking about, this new person. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to help them give them a little bit of oxygen so eventually they can get off their deathbed. They can walk on their own two feet and then they can run. But in the beginning, they can't. They need you. They need your help. Not, hey, I'm here for you. They need a plan. What's the plan? How do I make my money back? Show me how I make my money back in 48 hours. Show me how I make my money back in a week, two weeks, a month. Whatever your plan is, you got to have a clear-cut plan. That's one of the first things I ask whenever I go and consult for any network marketing company. And I, whenever I coach anyone individually, I say, okay, what's the plan? How does someone make their money back? Do you have that plan clear? You've got to have that plan clear. So those are things. Now I'm going to come back to some of these tips and really help bring this all together because now we've learned a lot of ideas and things that I go through and I can do this really, really quickly as, as I'm talking with someone now because it's become really natural for me and it will become natural for you. It just takes a lot of practice. I've just failed more than you. So on a scale one to 10, mentally, if they tell me that they're a seven or above, this isn't always the case, but this is most of the time, they're telling me that they want to be close, but they're probably just a little bit scared. That's what I'm thinking. So what I'm trying to do is get them to make the decision and I'm trying to assume the close without being overbearing because I'm not that guy. I don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that gal, right? We want to help them to make that decision. We don't want to say, hey, you're, you have to do this. You're joining. So what I do is and what I say to them is, look, it sounds like, you know, on a scale one to 10, you said you're seven. You told me. And I go through like some of their dreams that excited them most. And I go through some of their fears. So I'm kind of covering those couple things. And I said, so let's, let's make this happen. Let, let me help you. Let's do this. Let's do this together. I'm going to be here. I'm going to help you. My goal, my very first goal, and I take this very personal when someone joins a business because I know it's scary is I want to help you to make your money back. That's my first goal. And we've talked about how long that'll take and different things. And I'll say, so what we need to do, the first thing is, is first thing is, is you've got to be committed to get other people committed. So what I'll need is, is I'll need your name. I'll need your, and you go through the information that you need from your company, right? It's always the same stuff, address, phone number. It'll cost this much. And what I like to say, rather than cost, it'll say, this is how much the investment will be. The great part is you get this product or service that you'll want or need anyways. And then our goal is let's help you to make your money back. Let's start creating that plan. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. I'm so excited. I know you can do this. See how I'm still empowering as I'm talking to them? And you see how I did that? That wasn't an overbearing close or anything. I just went through the whole process. And then after that, I'm going and I'm talking with them and I'm doing that. Now we're going to go into the next part of this. What if they aren't interested? So the last thing is what if they don't? They say no. That's okay. What you're going to do is is you're going to say, okay, that's great. If you need more information, 
that's fine. You're going to get them additional exposures to the business, additional validations to the business. If on a scale one to 10, they said that they're at a five, do not try to close them. They're at a five. Please don't try to close them. They're not closable right now. You've got to build them back up to a seven, eight, nine, or 10. So once someone says no, if you try to go in for a close and they're at a five, they're, they're probably not going to say, yeah, not yet. They're probably going to say, no, I'm not interested. Once someone says no, it's very hard to get them back to being open. So instantly now, that's why I asked that, right? And tip number, was it tip number, tip number three on a scale one to 10? So now what I'm going to do is make sure that I'm learning what excites them most, our plan for making their money back, all those different things, right? What their biggest fear is. I'm going to try to help overcome that. And now what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to get them additional exposures. I'm going to get them additional validations so that I can move that needle if they were at a five to a six to a seven to the point where eventually I can help them, right? I can help them to make the decision that they're telling me in my mind. Remember when they say on a scale one to 10, they're at a seven. They're telling me that they want to be closed. They're just scared. That's what they're telling me. So now I'm trying to get them to that point. And that's what you're doing. I do understand that it does get to the point where, where they've just been to so many meetings and some people say they're at a five and you feel like maybe they're at a seven. There's all these rare exceptions. I'm not going to go into that. We could spend hours on all of that fun stuff. But if that happens, yes, there does come a point or a time where you say, look, you know enough now. Now you just got to overcome your fears. Let's do this together. And there does come a point where you just need to say that. And that's not a hard close. You're saying that again as a friend, even if it's not someone you know well, you're just saying that as, look, you know enough. You know you can do this. We can do this together. I like to use we a lot. We can make this happen. I'm going to help you. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be a partner to help you as much as you want to be helped. I will run as fast as you run. You walk, I'll walk with you. You jog, I'll jog with you. You sprint, I will sprint with you. Let's make this happen. And that's what you want to communicate. That's what you want to convey. I hope those tips were helpful until the next time. But that is the art of the close. Hopefully you feel like a giver when you close that way rather than a taker. Because that is the way to do it is ask a lot of questions. Questions are the answers. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.